Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we focus on a reading. And these readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up an invitation. And it's an invitation that's designed to move something in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or to wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. Cigar control, like oxygen. The kind of external happiness with which most of us are obsessed can never be sustained. If you depend on someone praising you, someone giving you a gift, someone making you into a big deal, you are investing in unsustainable happiness. If you feel elated when these things appear in your life and depressed when they're absent, that is a form of addiction. It's not that we should reject these things when they do come around, but if we hold on to them tightly, mistaking them for the source of our well-being, we are setting ourselves up for pain. So when they do come to us, it's wise to take them with a grain of salt. We should think twice before allowing ourselves to become emotionally dependent on fulfilling our external desires. However, we may look different or seem to be wired differently. Deep down, we are all vulnerable in terms of needing what the Buddhists refer to as tua. It's a warm, tender, and open heart. There is no reason for anyone to pretend that they are so tough and to act as though they don't need love and affection. No one really believes that a person can survive without these things. And because of their culture, background, and their upbringing, some people may act as if they're immune to their emotions. But in reality, every tough guy needs love as much as a newborn baby or a kitten. And this kind of softness is a positive quality. It's a strength rather than a weakness to feel vulnerable and to embrace that vulnerability. It puts us in touch with our own heart. When we feel vulnerable, we intuitively know the importance of Tua in our lives. Appreciating Tua helps us make wise choices in how we direct our attentions and in how we invest our time and our energy. Essentially, it comes down to choosing which of two primary experiences we want to set our sights on. Whichever experience we direct our intention toward will come to dominate our life. The first is being fixated on our own agendas, continually engaged in various forms of struggle to accomplish those agendas. We become lighter and more fearful in our heart. We develop a strong sense of like and dislike, friend and foe, which in turn makes us susceptible to painful emotions and constantly poised to react on behalf of the small-minded self. The other primary experience that we could move towards is that of an open heart, continually emanating good wishes on behalf of others 
and receiving their warmth with grace and ease. Free from strong prejudices and biases, we gain the confidence of being able to love others unconditionally. We are in harmony with the world, with other beings, and with ourselves. The first way is the way of conventional modern life, the pursuit of external happiness, which never lasts or fulfills. The second op option is the way of the great sages, the total reliance of Tua. In its simplest form, we can state our choice in this way. Do we want to have an open heart or a closed heart? I think the invitation to this reading is already there. Do I want to have an open heart or a closed heart? Do I want to see the world as generous or do I want to see the world as a limited resource that needs to be divvied up and I've got to get my share? There's a Hebrew world called uh, Doliket. Doliket uh, can mean on fire or it can actually mean full of light. And it's the same word, it's just that the writer chooses the context in which it's used, and it's the context that informs what that word really means in the sentence. And so if you look at that with your life, and in every instance we're having to add this Hebrew word to it, this dolaket, you can see that we actually have the choice because we are the ones who provide the context. It's our hearts that provide the context for that flame or for that light. And so today, wherever you are listening to this, the invitation to you is to move through life with an open heart rather than a closed heart. It's to creak the door to that heart just a little bit today and open up.